Hello and welcome to Strictly Anime, a podcast for anime reviews and discussions. My name is Courtney. And I am Carl. This is episode 98 and we're ranking anime dere types. And joining us on this episode are David and Jordan from Shonen Flop. Welcome guys. Hello. Hey. hello. Thank you so What's much up? for having us. Yeah, thanks for joining us. This is going to be a, a very interesting discussion. I was uh, chatting with you guys before we started recording that I took a sneak peek at some of our rankings and I'm looking forward to this. But since it's your first time on Strictly Anime, share with our listeners a little bit about yourselves and about your podcast. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Why don't we dive into it? Or we can do a BC Boy style where we'll say one word at a time. <laughs> Let's give that a shot. Oh so, my uh, god, okay. Okay, ready? Ready, yeah. Jordan? Yeah. Shonen. Flop. Is. A. Podcast. About. Canceled. I can't figure it. Manga? <laughs> All right, we, we lasted six words before Jordan struggled to... <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah. Okay, but that's what, uh, hey, for... we got it. It's a podcast about canceled manga. Yeah, that's what we word. do. We read, we read manga that uh, w- will never be adapted into an anime, basically, except for the two that were. Yeah, but those were rare special occasions. Cases. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy that if you're made by a Rocky, you somehow still get an anime adaption. Yeah, he, he's the goat, man. I mean, he's he's golden. Anything he makes is like amazing. Doesn't matter if he forgets. Except for ironically, Golden Wind, which was it, not great. I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I I find it difficult sometimes to even say whether what Araki did was good or bad because it's just like I can barely understand what's happening. Like it's such an, it's almost like an expressionist, uh, like writing and art style. So it's always interesting. Yeah, yeah I have I to mean, say the only yeah. Iraqi manga that I've ever read is um, Stone Ocean Part 6. And that was just because I needed to know what happened after Part 5. And we're strictly <laughs> anime, so we only watch anime. And I have to say, like, it was beautiful, but I at times had difficulties trying yeah. to keep up with what the fuck was happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's uh, yeah. That's common. I but um, I, I feel like we're kind of getting in the midst of us telling them what our podcast is about, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'm sorry if you start getting me talking about JoJo, I can't just stop talking about JoJo. So right anyway, so you. Shonen Flop, so Shonen Flop, yeah, we review canceled manga that, as we talked about, have come from from pretty serious authors. We looked at works from Meraki, the creator of Micro Academia, Black Clover, um, and Naruto. And so Jordan, I, and a guest just kind of take a look at these lesser-known series, what they did right, what they did wrong. Ultimately, did they deserve to be a flop or not? Spoilers, pretty much all of them did deserve to be a flop. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. but yeah, that yeah. is the rule. That is the rule. Yeah, and we've had a lot of really fun uh, guests on. We've just had the Shuckmeister on, JoJo Expert, Mother's Basement, Moscow X, one of the creators of team of uh, Dragon Ball Z, the bridge series, and most recently, uh, um, Murphy Napier, who is a really awesome book reviewer. We had uh, Tim Bat from. We did. Um, oh my god, the worst idea of all time. Oh That's... yeah, that reminds me. I uh, I've been watching the New Zealand season of Taskmaster. Have you two watched Taskmaster before? I have not. I have not either. Oh, it's 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 a, it's a it's a panel show if you're familiar with those. So it's essentially a group of five comedians have to do tasks to win points, and it was a British show, and then they made a New Zealand version of it, which has um, Guy Montgomery, which is Tim Bat's life partner, for lack of a better term. <laughs> And Jordan, I've realized that Guy Montgomery always talks like he is talking into speakerphone while having a phone call with someone in a loud room. <laughs> you're, he just, you're right. He's just like, I'm just really happy to be here 
To well, die. Tim. <laughs> well, Tim. Let me I tell you something. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but yeah, anime. This is, and that's why. Yeah, they watched the anime Grown Ups too. One of the best anime of all time. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Or going by its original title, Grown Up No Animal. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, David. Oh my god, can we curse on this? I didn't even ask. I didn't know. Shoot, I forgot about that part. Well, you guys are definitely the most unique guests that we've had on so far because that means again, bad. your your podcast <laughs> focuses on manga, whereas again, like we are anime only people. We only talk about anime here. But I gotta ask, is there any anime you're currently watching, or do you guys even have time to watch anime with all the manga that you read for your podcast? Um, that's a really good question. I have never seen anime in my entire life. No, oh that's not true. God. Um, I, no, that is absolutely not true. Um, there isn't really an anime that I'm watching right now, unfortunately. Hmm. What's the most yeah, recent thing really you've seen? I can't. It's weird. Uh, I think the last anime I definitely really got into was uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay, so not mm. too far off. No, and and I. I binged like the entire Hunter Hunter Chimera Anarch twice over quarantine. Oh my wow, god, that's why you. did you do that? <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> because I watched it one time, and then like six months pass, and I'm like, I don't know, I kind of want to watch. Uh, I want to watch York New, uh, the York New arc again, but like I don't really want to put in the commitment of Chimera Anarch. But then I finished York New, and I was like, well, now I really just want to watch a little bit of the Chimera Anarch, and then I just couldn't stop. That's kind of like torturing yourself because as good as that arc was, damn, it was it's long. It's like 60 episodes or so. Yeah. I know it was, but I just couldn't stop. I I, I think I cried even more the second time. Oh, oh. the feels. Oh, my God. Uh. Well, what about you, David? What's like the most recent thing, even if it was a long ways off? I watched Dress Up Darling because Jordan Hell and I yeah. were guests on Anime Out of Context. And we had we, to watch it we were like contractually <laughs> obligated to yes. watch that. David, that um, doesn't count. Recreationally, maybe 86. Oh, okay. oh very nice. Very I don't know what 86 is. That was pretty good. Is. I don't know. 86, I think, doesn't even have a manga. I think it's a light novel adaptation. Yeah, I think it is a light novel. I think they ended up canceling, like they did have a manga. And they canceled going. it? Yeah. What the it was, fuck? It, it was a flop? What? what? Whoa, there you <laughs> go. Maybe it was a flop. Maybe a podcast should cover that. Maybe. So you guys have watched some some decently recent anime, um, and hopefully some of the, the examples that Carl and I have pulled resonate with you guys. Um, oh, yeah. But if we come across anything that you guys have read that we're not familiar with, we'll definitely be asking questions about that but let's jump into the topic and the way this is going to be structured we have a list of 10 of the most common dede types found in anime and manga we'll go through each dede type sharing a brief description and a few examples um, and then after we discuss the pros and cons of each we'll slot them into our own separate top 10 ranking lists where number one is basically our favorite data type and number 10 is our least favorite and then we'll mm -hmm. share those final rankings on our discord um quick side note i do dislike writing so i'm going to read these data descriptions directly from the data types wiki and we'll share the link to that in the discord as well mm -hmm. in case anyone wants to explore the other data types that we won't be covering today so I thought it'd be best to start off with some of the most common Dede types. And mm -hmm. the first one on the list is the Dede Dede. The Dede Dede <laughs> is usually the very sweet and energetic character. 
They are seen most of the time in a cheerful and happy mood, and they tend to spread joyfulness to the ones around them. No matter what may happen, they quickly revert to their cheerful self. So what are some characters that come to mind in this this Dede type? Um, mm. David, do you want to start us off? Sure. So for reference, though, dear listener, I actually made like a sheet for this recording because of just who I am as a human being, where yeah. I literally went type, <laughs> rank, description, and with an example. This is what um, he does. This is just what I do as a human being. So actually, <laughs> might, if you want, you could just put that in like your show notes and people can just make their own and follow along. Uh, so what I did was the example I did for this one was Isaac and Maria from Bacano, where they're just Ooh. so happy to go lucky. They accidentally became immortal and didn't even realize it because they're just like 70 years later, like, oh, we haven't really aged. And he's like, huh, that's weird. Oh, well, let's get. And then they just okay. go on with their day. <laughs> OK, so I will say, first of all, I'm going to argue with you about one, at least one of the characters you selected. Uh, I literally took these off the wiki. Well, I'm going to argue with the wiki. Over the placement of Vegeta. Okay, you can ask John Wiki about it. Okay, I will. Um, Vegeta is a Sundere, and this is just incorrect. This has has him as a Hime Dare. We'll get to it. Um, But yeah, uh, let's see. Like somebody who's like just overly chipper. Um, Man, I don't know the. uh, Who's the character in One Piece? I guess is Luffy like that? I don't think Luffy. No. Like no, Luffy. No. What? Luffy gets super, super yeah. pissed at people. Yeah, yeah. That's why I realized as soon as I said it that. That's I thought about that too. If you could do a One Piece character, actually, I guess Chopper. Yeah. Chopper's who I, I would best assign, but uh, I guess because there's uh, there's ten types, and I guess there are ten. Chopper straw has hats, too right? much anxiety. Yeah. Why not? Let's just let's <laughs> we'll see if we can how well they map. Oh to the straw man, hats. who's you know what? I feel like this might be a character. Go. This is Goku. No, Goku. Goku is no. Baka. What the hell no, are you talking Baka about? Dare. He's Bakadere. He. Goku's I actually Baka put Dare. for this one. I hope if this is helpful. I put Gon Freaks from Hunter Hunter. I mm. feel like this is mm. exactly what Gon is. Like no matter how much adults beat him up, he's always happy. <laughs> yeah. Until he isn't. But no, so you're right. I, I'll here. give you that. I'll give you that. I think that makes sense. Yeah. I think, yeah. That sounds good to me. Gon was in another category for me, but though I can see him fitting in this one. Uh, the examples that I pulled up were like Ed from Cowboy Bebop. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Hacking away at their their computer and just not really getting involved in like the, the bounty activities like on a very serious level. Uh, Orihime from Bleach. Okay. I would okay. say. Because I know like she has a very sappy story with her, her brother, but like despite that, she's so happy-go-lucky at, at the school that they all attend. Oh, and Starfire um, from Teen Titans. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. And I think uh, I also put Akebi. She's from Akebi Sailor uniform. Like, she's the Oh, happiest. that's the, the foot fetish thing, right? Yes. 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 Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the girl. Like, she's the happiest character I have ever seen in an anime. Like, nothing brings her down. Yeah, I, I can see I, that. I just don't. I don't understand happiness. <laughs> Neither well, do I. <laughs> what are what are some of the pros, I guess? Like what what would draw us to Dede Dede types? If we had to defend them, like what are some of the good qualities? Well they it, light I, up a room. <laughs> As we <laughs> mentioned with the gone freaks, you know, I think a lot of it a lot of the interesting uh aspect of gone is with the fact that it's like you're just like waiting for him to like break, kind of. Yeah. So it's like with Dere Dere, when it can be strong is when 
you you start thinking like, man, is this person like always like this? Like, what are they hiding? You know, I agree. It's very inspirational since they tend to be the ones who can overcome any tough situation. And they really are just like the fucking ray of sunshine in this dark, depressing world of anime and manga. <laughs> yeah, I have a coworker, Alexis, who is like pretty much like the nicest person I've ever met. And it but, makes you kind of like, it's kind of yeah. at the point where I'm like, is she from a cult? <laughs> and that's why she's so nice. It's like, it's suspicious how happy she is. Yeah. Well, like, well, she won't I, even swear. Well, but I think it's also interesting when it's like, they're not actually happy sometimes. Like, that, I think that's when it's like really interesting. Like, they're kind of suppressing their actual feelings or bottling it all up. Yeah. Like, it's a mask, sort of. Yeah, I, can I was see gonna that. say like, yeah. Sometimes the over positivity can be just like a bit too much. Like there has to be something in your life, like not something traumatic, but just something sad that that kind of brings you down to earth. Like you can still look at things positively, but like, yeah, it's to the point where it's almost seeming like you're you're brainwashed if you, if you're just constantly smiling about. Things. It's interesting yeah. actually. Oda used that as a plot device in Wano. Where the people who eat the smile oh, yeah, fruit that, that literally are forced into becoming dairy dairy because they're physically incapable of having any other emotion. I still didn't get an answer on whether or not we're allowed to swear. By the way, oops. Oh, here on our podcast? Yeah. Yes, the ch- the, the podcast of a porn channel doesn't like swear you. away. <laughs> swear away. We use your okay, cool. We invite all sure, types just of making humor. Sure. No, it's a good question. Sure. It's a good question. All right. No, we, we appreciate that. But yeah, all types of humor, swearing, it's all good here. Cool. Uh, but to your point, it kind of reminds me of there's one episode of Mob Psycho where a cult leader takes over mm-hmm. all these people and forces yeah. them to be happy all the time. And inside they're like, please just kill me. Let me free of this this hell that I'm in. But what are some of the cons, I guess, to that point of dere dere types? Because to Carl's point, I feel like if somebody is happy all the time, and it's kind of unrealistic about how resilient they are. It almost makes them a bit like predictable or flat or one note. It can make them feel if they always have the exact same reaction. Like I feel like a character is interesting when you aren't really sure what they're going to do next. Yeah. And if they yeah. always always act happy and they react the exact same way to everything, I don't care. I don't there's nothing interesting about that to me. They have to have something additionally that makes them, uh, that makes me like, kind of like, how's this person going to react to this? You know, I mean, that's yeah. that's the thing about everything. You can say that to pretty much everything you apply because all of these are personality archetypes. Where yeah, by David, nature, we're talking about pros tr- and cons of the individual. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm simply saying is that that is built into the framework of a lot of these of the character being inherently two dimensional and predictable because that's literally a personality archetype that's being classified in this way. It is not something unique about the Derry Derry. That it is a two-dimensional character in no, but such I a think, way that you're criticizing this archetype. No, but I think well, for, it's archetype. No, uh, but <laughs> I will say um, I think that Derry Derry, that kind of writing style, is very easy to be like one-dimensional and uninteresting. Like I think you have to be a better author than. Uh, other manga artists, other manga could really pull that off. It just I makes agree, no I'm thinking I... about like Golem Hearts. 
I think about like Gone Freaks, for example. I mean, for most of Hunter Hunter, he's happy regardless of what yeah. happens. But then mm -hmm. he does finally snap. And that is probably one of the most iconic moments, yeah. at least of the Incredible. anime, because yeah. of seeing him mm -hmm. out of his element entirely. Um, and I think that makes him a much more uh, interesting character with more dimensions because you know he now has this one side of him where if you fuck with him, he's going to, you know, beat yeah. you to a pulp, basically. Yep. He doesn't just they have... fuck around and found out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So let's share our rankings. Where would everybody place a Dede Dede in their list? Um, uh, David, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. I'm revealing... So I put mine as rank second. I just I appreciate the positivity in this depressing world we have right now. I'm a very mm. miserable human being. I put it at nine. I don't I don't like <laughs> super chipper happiness. So we had nine. an average of five. <laughs> I, I I put mine at five, so like middle of the road kind of character mm -hmm. for me. I put mine mm -hmm. at four because I do enjoy watching them and it is nice to have some positivity in whatever anime I'm watching. So they're they're up there. They're in top four for me. Yeah. All yeah. right. So let's move on to a very different type of uh, dere, which is the sundere. The That's most a term iconic. For, the most yeah. iconic, yes. <laughs> a term for a character who acts rude, cold, and hostile towards their love interest or others in order to conceal their warm and caring feelings. What are some characters that come to mind? I'm sure we've all got a few in the back of our heads. Oh, well, besides Jordan. <laughs> yeah yeah sure shut the fuck up Dave I really love that, that merchandise though that says I'm not seen dairy I just legitimately hate you <laughs> well I have to say I think one of the most iconic in the days is probably Bakugo from My Hero Academia I thought you were going to say because Asuka from Evangelion is pretty much what created the Sundari archetype That that's a good one that's a really good one I didn't think of her at first oh my god David, you're going to drive so many people crazy with how you just pronounced that last sentence. <laughs> Whatever. Um, That's exactly right. I want them to get it. I do it on purpose so people will come yeah. complain, Jordan. Yeah. Haven't you seen Fuck Super yeah. Eye Patch's wolf Don't video on how it. you get attacked? Don't change it. Don't change it. I'm uh, never going to change it. Don't change. I'm not, look. Uh, no. Um, Asundere, to me, yeah. To me, yeah, the most iconic one is Asuka. That's the first one I think of when you say Sundere. The, I mean, I mean... Um, the issue with Sundare is that it's just, it's just like su such a common trope at this point that it almost feels like super stock, I feel. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a Seinfeld is unfunny where a Sundare, I actually want to give it credit because it is inherently a dairy type that has character development built into it. Mm. Which, I completely agree. But that's the thing is, as Jordan said, it's such an iconic one like this is the only that's the only one i would say that the average anime yeah. watcher can name yeah um besides maybe yandere which we'll get into it's probably the second most famous but that's the only one i would say the average more likely than not someone can name and it's just been so overdone it's also just so easy to instantly recognize because it has such strong brand recognition david kind of pointed it out where there's like an implied character development and yeah what that means is that a lot of people just feel like well <laughs> I don't even have to do anything. It's right there. Yeah. There you go. There's the whole character. I just, last episode, she gives him a kiss, and it's character, there character you go. growth <laughs> over 600 whole, episodes. 
whole they do like, add an extra spice to whatever like anime yeah. and manga they're a part of and to that point i i do think it's extremely rewarding when you spend a lot of time with this character and you see their cold exterior start to melt when they're with people that they can connect with or feel comfortable with because then there there is more to them than just being a fucking asshole all the time yeah but also you know i mentioned earlier um I did mention earlier that I wasn't sure if you were asking me what my favorite uh, dairy type was for stories or for dating. And let me tell you something. <laughs> I don't want to date a Sunday. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you there, too. <laughs> I, they just try to be the, the loudest people in the room. I, I think a couple examples I had, besides Bakugo and Asuka, was uh, like Jotaro from JoJo's Bizarre yeah. Adventure. He's yeah, he definitely has some big qualities. Oh, he's definitely. Yeah, so to then, me... To, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Keep going. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, uh, in- Inosuke from Demon Slayer 2. I could okay. see that. <laughs> Does I... One Piece have any Sundari? Does who? One Piece. Piece. Oh, uh, I don't know. I, ha- I haven't clown? watched One Piece. <laughs> That's true. It's not like I like you, Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, actually, uh, uh, Sanji and uh, Sanji? Zolo, Zoro's it. relationship. <laughs> All right, now we know what kind of fan fiction Jordan writes. Yeah, right. Well, also Vegeta <laughs> is like such a Sundere mm. to me. Hell yeah, such that's fair. I can, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah he's he's a classic Sundere, and I think one of the tough parts about that character is that it can be very controversial because they're they're essentially bullies, right? Like they're they're yeah. rude to people, um, especially people who try to get to know them or try to be nice to them. They are one of the bully types um, in anime and manga, and that makes them pretty divisive. Yeah, I was gonna say like mm-hmm. they just remind me of like the bullies that you would have at school in your childhood. <laughs> like why why would you want to be friends with them Vegeta <laughs> has killed billions <laughs> he has wiped I don't know, out billions. So, he's, he's wiped out multiple planets David eh, like, they had it coming <laughs> well, hey I'm, I'm just saying he's, but isn't it he's, so he's rewarding easily, he, he is, is some sorry okay. go ahead no, no I mean when, when Vegeta shows up they have him just casually blow up a planet and wipe out the entire civilization with the implication <laughs> that this is just what he does. And then they just right. they just redeem him. It's amazing. I love it. Like it's, But I find like, it so I, rewarding I when it. he starts to like get together with Bulma, right? And at first yeah. it's a little bit of a rocky relationship, but at the end of the day, like he's a much better family man than Goku is, even though oh. he's a sin today. <laughs> Absolutely. Vegeta Vegeta is obviously a very is obviously not probably a great father, but he is a father. Goku's yeah. not a father. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where would we rank the Sundere on each of our lists? Oh, let's take a look. Ooh. The big reveal. I had mine as number three. Uh, I... Courtney was way past me. I mean, I guess Courtney and I are very similar in taste. We'll see how long this <laughs> me, goes. Me? I, I have it at decisions. number one. Mm-hmm. And uh, if people who have listened to our podcast for a long time know that my favorite character type is a male sim today. I like, I live for them. <laughs> They're the best. I I can't always explain why, but I just love any male sim today I come across. So of course it's going to be number one for me. But then Carl on the opposite end here. 
uh, they were low, the lowest point on my list. So I put them at, at a 10. Like, <laughs> I, like for these data types, I just rated them or ranked them based on like what I found most relatable and like the most annoying. So <laughs> again, soon the rays, I would want to stay as far away from them as possible if they were in a room with me. Well, Carl, you and I are very much opposite. <laughs> so I am not surprised at all that I have it at one and you have it at 10. But let's move on to... Oh, who, uh, well, Jordan. I, I, oh yeah, Jordan, I yeah, sorry. Have, I have it at eight. Oh, because yeah, it was, I just feel like it's such a crutch all the time. It can absolutely be great. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Vegeta. I really do. But I'm just thinking about, oh my God, all the, uh, it's, it's not like, I, it's not that I like you, Oni-chan, you know, all that, <laughs> that stuff. And it's just, ah, uh, I, I can't rank it higher. So far, it looks like Jordan and Carl are kind of on par with their rankings. Then David and myself are on par. So we'll see how this pans out. Oh. Uh, but moving on to another, I think, controversial Dere type is the Yandere, which is the archetype used to define a character whose love, admiration, and devotion is so strong that it is expressed in an excessive obsession and possessiveness. They're often seen as characters that are crazy in love with someone some will go so far as to behave in immoral and troubling ways. I have to say, one of the first people that came up in my mind is Yukako from JoJo Part 4 because she is obsessed with Koichi. I think like she was the one yeah. who kind of jump-started this Yandere dere type. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a great call for Part 4, but I mean, like, uh, you know Gasai from Miraniki, I feel, is what put that archetype, like, that's how that archetype got named was that character. Interesting. Uh, okay. okay. I, I don't know anything about that david i don't know who that is i don't know what series that is if i showed um, you a picture of this her is... you would recognize her okay i believe you but this is the stalker dare yep you know <laughs> yes. this is this is the dare that you really need to break up with this is you you should not be in this relationship please leave him leave him honey you don't deserve this <laughs> This reminds me how in Komi Can't Communicate, there was a Yandere character who, like, kidnapped the main character. Yes. Yeah. Had him. And then they never really talked about that really crazy thing that happened for the rest of the series. Yeah, I think she was forgiven way too quickly. Yeah. Like, it and almost, she like, stuff, in a like, bad way. Yeah, and she's still crazy because, like, Komi used, like, a cup and she, like, licked the rim of the cup after she used it. Yeah. <laughs> I think she tries to take, like, panty shots of her and, like, mm -hmm. tries to put on her clothes and stuff like oh that. Like, I, I get the the point of the characters in Komi Can't Communicate is to touch on each of the Dere types. So, of course, we're going to have a Yandere, but she's almost too much at times. Um, I think that the, the final bad guy in Part 8 is Yandere for Yasuho. Possibly is, is Joshu? A Yandere, do you think? No, he's just an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I think he's another Dere on this list, actually. He's consistently just a piece of shit. No, he's absolutely a piece of shit. Uh, I think Misa Amane from Death Note is a Yandere, but in a different way, because she loves yeah. Light obsessively, but she doesn't do anything questionable unless he tells her to do it. So she, she's, like, hella devoted, but she wouldn't, she, like, act like uh, yeah. some of the other Yandere. A she similar one is... Oh, yeah. She's self-destructive. She is yeah. extremely... She's the she's somebody who you aren't worried for yourself around <laughs> you. You're worried for herself. Oh, this isn't my blood. As a person. Yeah, this is like, oh no, that's your blood. Oh my god. Yeah. And Are then you okay? Um, and she's and not. Then our, yeah. And then our example though is Bart from One Piece Bart what's it called? The Bartomeo? 
the barrier Bar- guy. Bartolomeo, yeah. Yeah, um, he's just obsessed with Luffy. Wait, is he? Yeah, what? That was like his most defining character trait. Next, you're going to be like, wait, Sanji's the chef? Bartolomeo is a significantly more minor character in One Piece than Sanji. And I re- I had to charge through One Piece in like one year. I don't remember like fucking any of the characters. David. <laughs> it's all don't a blur. Any of this. Sh- yeah, One Piece is like just a blur to me. The second half is kind of just a blur. I remember nothing about Whole Cake. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. Um, And so, yeah, no, I don't know who you're talking about. I don't remember. I, rem- I, I remember the name. But yeah, it's Bartolomeo, whatever. Yeah, I was gonna mention like on the other side of the coin, like this this character, it's not like a, a romantic devotion, but more of just uh, like ad like a very strong admiration is um, Rolo from Code Geass. Oh God, yeah, fucking right? Rolo! Like how much he kind of just like simps for for Lelouch. He really know? wants Lelouch to be his brother, <laughs> like real bad. It's 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 pretty scary. But to an earlier point, like I I agree about Yandere's where there there's no development around them. They're annoying because of that. Like Sundere's, for example, will grow warmer over time, but Yandere's never grow less crazy. If anything, they always become more crazy as time goes on. Is Kira a Yandere? From Yo- I mean, not Death Note Kira, Yoshikage Kira. Uh, not really. He's just again like a very mentally unstable person. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Like, he, there's no one he's really protective of. He just has a fetish. Well, he, he's obsessed. He's so obsessed with hand, hands. Somebody's hand. <laughs> but that's just that. I mean, like, here's he wants the thing: to own and Hannibal's possess hands. them. Uh-oh, I mean, here's ultimately the thing: is the Yandere is kind of stereotyping mental illness. Yeah. And that's why I really, really dislike this archetype. Yeah, that's a very good point, actually. Because yeah. it, because uh, right there, it's like yes, that is mental illness, but that is also like an accurate de- interpretation of the trope. You know, it's um, yeah, it's I don't, I don't really like this. Uh, I think the yeah, only I, I, pro I, I, I can one. think of is that they're unpredictable, which can make them exciting to watch, and they do add quite a unique flavor to whatever anime they're in. Yeah. But other than that, I had a hard time thinking of pros for this one. They yeah. can, look, if you need an antagonist, you can. Uh, they can make a great antagonist. I think if you're yeah. if you're making mm-hmm. a series about like stalking or whatever, and like that's the. Uh, that's like the whole thing uh yeah that makes yeah. sense i was gonna say like um like even story-wise for for yandere's like just because they have so much passion for whatever character as we talked about with uh it was i think the character's name was yamai from from komi uh i feel like you always see them just doing very egregious things that just leave others at a disadvantage so it's not like they really bring anything positive to the characters yeah they're hella them. selfish yeah. that's right yeah, yeah. It, it just reminds me of like from spongebob you know, like patrick says like hero worship is is unhealthy that's what i think of <laughs> with this with this archetype that's it's, very much that it is either um Oh, SpongeBob's a great example of a dairy dairy, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> is Squidward a sun dairy? No, I would he say just hates so. You. I think, so, I don't know. A, I think Squidward's a sun dairy. I think he I actually think cares own. about SpongeBob. I think they're actually good friends. I'd call Patrick a baka dairy. Oh yeah, Squidward would oh, be like yeah, a, sh- a shun dairy, yeah, yeah, which yeah. we'll talk about too. But um, yeah. should we release our rankings, by the way? Yeah, let's do yeah. it. So what did Sounds everyone? Sounds like we might have a smaller spread on this one. Yeah, it doesn't seem like many of us really like that. 
Courtney, oh, I'm sorry. Let's look at the previous one where you had it as number one. <laughs> Jordan, you like this the most out of all of us. Wow, uh, Jordan. I was moving things around. Yeah, uh, I wish I could yeah. kind of swap uh, Dere Dere and, and uh, Yandere, honestly. <laughs> but, you know, we have to live with our mistakes. Yes. <laughs> so speaking of podcasts, let's get on to the next one. Damn. Oh, wait. Well, let's re- I'll read these out really quick here. So, oh, David, sure, right, right. you gave it an eight. Carl gave it a nine. I gave it an eight. And then Jordan gave it a seven. So, yeah, pretty on par yeah. uh, with tier. Jordan coming yeah. out on top. <laughs> but moving on to the next one, it is the Dondere, which is a character who is shy, quiet, timid, and age- asocial. They are afraid to talk, fearing that what they say will get them in trouble. They are normally quiet and silent, possibly to the point of coming across as emotionless at times. The first one that comes to my mind is Sawako from Kimi ni Todoke, which is from me to you, I think is the English title, because she is very, 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 very shy. And our dog is barking. I apologize. <laughs> what about Mob? <laughs> yeah, Mob is a great example. Mob's such a good boy. Mm. Mob is so good. Oh, I forgot how much I love Mob. I'm yeah, changing he's a good my example. ranking because of Mob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well I, and then mob is it, it, mob's interesting because he's a don Dere surrounded by dairy dairy with the body improvement club yeah oh i love the body improvement club so much another so one that i thought could go. fit in this category is jacuzzi from bacano that was actually the example i was thinking of too but i didn't know jacuzzi. people would be aware of him He's he's kind of like a split one though because he is like super nice, almost like a Dede Dede, but still like very much a Don Dede because mm-hmm. he is incredibly timid and he's very very shy with everybody that he meets. So I was gonna use the example like the prime example for me is like I consider her my wife. Call me from Call me can't <laughs> communicate. Like, mm-hmm. like she is very afraid of talking and just very quiet and shy. Although she's starting to break out of that shell as the series progresses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dog's really going at it. I know. Someone <laughs> in Amazon delivery just showed up at the door. So oh, he's fine. like, guys, the delivery is here. <laughs> I, I will say I have some issues with this one a little bit because you can um, be because this also does sometimes feel like you are uh, like with with the Yandere, you are talking about uh, some often some someone who is like, um, you know, mentally ill or suffer or neuroatypical or neurodivergent i think is actually the mm-hmm. term now but yeah and it also just kind of feels i just again imagine um just like people creeping on shy young girls you know i don't know i mean there's, it's very easy to be bullied and yeah i think this yeah, makes a good point how neurotypical people neuroatypical people probably fall into this where they're too socially afraid to talk and but it's kind of being played for last rather than a legitimate thing or um, it's def- trauma, which is also yeah. like mm-hmm. now you're fetishizing trauma. Kind of, I'm gonna I'm gonna lower my ranking now a little bit. <laughs> I feel like this one it's kind of a gray area for me because I I enjoy their calming presence and oftentimes because they're so shy and timid that usually means they're extremely nice. But it can also be very frustrating to watch them because they tend to overthink things, right? And then I'm just sitting there like, just say it, say what's on your mind, like shoot your shot, you're gonna be okay. But that's just not the type of character that they are. Yeah, yeah. say it with your chest. Yeah, <laughs> that that is the character that I am though. And Gohan was actually for a little bit a Dondere. Yeah. No, they can be great. Look, I. I fucking love Mob. I love a lot of these characters, but it is also like um, when when I, if I'm reading a manga, and I and like 
a 14 year old high school girl shows up and she starts acting this way i start getting worried yeah just be just like because of how uh characters like that have been fetishized in manga (laughs) (laughs) one of the rewarding things i think about watching a dawn today is when they finally do gain that confidence and do you know speak their mind or confess their feelings to their love their love Mm -hmm. interest or whatever like that's that's an awesome moment like Mm there you can never not like watching that kind of character development i think that's why i i like watching komi can't communicate because yeah she she kind of she shells or she Kind of clams she into her sells, shell. She shells by the seashore. But that you, you, I was thinking see, the same thing, Jordan. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, then you see like this massive character development uh, over the series as Tadano tries to continue helping her um, with making friends and, and communicating uh, to the point where she like actually talks to him and. and I mean, talk is like generous, though. She barely (laughs) says like two sentences. But hey, for her, that's actual character development. (laughs) Yeah. So let's share our rankings for the Dondere. Where did everyone put this one on their list? Mm -hmm. I mean, this is the Fluttershy category. Yeah, I think. Oh, again, we're all kind of in the same range. Yeah. It goes five for me, six for Carl, six for Courtney, and four for Jordan. I like Mob a lot. And I... Yeah, that's kind of it. Like I, and I, I relate to these characters because I'm very mm-hmm. uh, shy, quiet, and timid, and asocial, as you can obviously tell on my podcast, <laughs> in which I say nothing ever. <laughs> well, moving on to the next one, I think this one has a similar vibe to the Dandere, so I kind of yeah. put them back to back. But it's the Kudere, who is the character that's calm and collected on the outside and never panics. They show little emotion, and in extreme cases are completely emotionless, but they may be hiding their true feelings deep down. The first person that comes to my mind for this is Ray from Evangelion. Ooh. I, I like that. I snap thought of Robin from One Piece. David, you know who I thought of? Who? You remember v- um, Vegeta? No, from Vegeta. No, no. Oh my god, no. Uh, no, you remember when we uh, watched Oran Host Club with Anime Out of Context? Yeah. That one, oh. that one guy who they called Mom. Oh yeah, yeah. That's who I thought of. Because yes. I also want to say I feel like. Did you know that Kuderi actually translates into English as bad bitch? Wait, really? Because <laughs> that's what I feel like all these characters are bad that, bitches. That's I, I like could that. see that. I also had um, Sashomaru from Inuyasha and then Shin Ooh. Nozen from 86 because mm-hmm. Shin's mm-hmm. like the epitome of a kudere. Yeah. I had uh, my boy Levi from Attack on Titan. Oh, that's oh, true. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I, can, I like, I like that. that. Like I can or, see uh, him as a bad bitch. <laughs> or Jordan, you know who in Chainsaw Man, Makama, is quint- quintessential. Uh, maybe I. Ooh, I. Feel you don't like... think Makama is Kudere? I well. You're saying Makama is not calm and collected and never panics. I guess so. It's more. It's more the. It's more the true feelings aspect that <laughs> I am. I guess stopping at. But I suppose yeah, she is kind of hiding her true feelings. They're just 
the opposite feelings. You're, oh my god, you're getting me to spoil Chainsaw Man again. Yeah, the same after damn you thing. literally did that with <laughs> our last guest. Same exact fucking thing. Um, yeah, yeah, sure, our, whatever. Our, She's a kind Have you two read Chainsaw Man? <laughs> no, but we're we're holding out for the anime. Mm-hmm. I can't. Okay, wait. I'll just say, Kara, our guest. I won't say what she said, but she pretty much was like, she made a very strong guess about a plot twist that happens in Chainsaw Man, and Jordan was like, "Oh yeah, you're right on no, the money." No, David, that's not what happened. <laughs> I what know happened it's not. was we were reading a manga. Uh, and she was, which was written by an assistant who worked on Chainsaw Man. And then she was like, oh, this would be better if they did this. And then this character did that. And I was just like, that is exactly what Chainsaw Man is. Yep. You're right. Oh, shit. I was trying to save you face. <laughs> uh, anyway. I think mine is, mine is more justifiable. Mm. All right. Okay. Whatever. Should we say our rankings? Well, let's talk a little bit about this one. Because I was thinking with this one, one of the, the pros that I have for Akudere is that, you know, despite them being very quiet, they are very confident and smart. Like, they have a lot to offer other characters of the story, despite maybe being emotionless and, like, hard to connect with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say, like, this is one that I, I kind of relate to because I feel like I can kind of be Akudere sometimes. Um, <laughs> they, I feel like they're the most maybe pragmatic out of the mm-hmm. dairy types, like, yeah. the most realistic. Again, kind of just scoping out the situation rather than like giving their full thoughts on it uh but i I think i also just like the aspect of them you know since you're not so sure about their character if you fuck with them like you you don't know what they're gonna be like like kind of like that's silent but deadly yeah you you know who who's a kuderi uh uh lisa from uh full metal alchemist well you can say lisa from the simpsons (laughs) lisa from the simpsons is absolutely a kunda wait lisa do you mean riza Riza, look, I've I've read I've read a bunch of different translations of Full Metal Alchemist. I have no idea what the official, actual, like accepted translation of that series names are. You know, <laughs> so if if it's Riza, then I'll go with Riza. But I've seen it different ways. But yes, <laughs> she's a Kudere. You know, she's she doesn't show how much she loves Mustang, but you just know, you just know the whole time. Yeah, no, she's like totally in love with this guy. My only hesitations with Kudere's is that, like, some of the other ones, they can be hella boring if they don't ever have a moment to connect. And I think of the characters, they're probably the hardest for viewers to connect with because they have no emotions. Like, you really got to find something special Mm -hmm. about them, like, if they're hot or something, to want to connect with them. Otherwise... (laughs) Oh, they're Batman! Batman! This is Batman! Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's why I like Batman. Yeah. Well, let's share our rankings, because, yeah, if, if this is a Batman one, I have a feeling Carl's going to put this one higher on his list. Oh, you know where this is. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, so my we God. All, we all knew we loved our bad bitches. <laughs> yeah. So David's at number one. Carl's at number one. Yes. I'm at number two, and Jordan's at number three. Yeah, that's oh, a yes. pretty even spread. That That's yep. good. I like that. Oh, you know who's also Kuderi was Hela from Thor Ragnarok. Oh. Oh, yeah. She's a bad but, bitch. Um, I haven't seen yeah. Thor Ragnarok. She was the the, the antagonist, Jordan. right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she kind of had actually. That's an interesting one that you bring up because she kind of has the uh, the dead a type that I'm about to share. So we're gonna move on to the less popular ones, but they are still decently common in anime and that is the hime dere slash the oji dere the hime dere refers to a character who wishes to be treated like a princess or a queen and um, is not actually royalty and then on the flip side the oji dere is the same thing but it's the male version who wants to be treated like a prince so i feel like that was a good example for the hime dere and i'm also thinking lelouch from code geass i feel like that's a yeah. pretty typical oji dere yep 
uh, uh, light from Death Note, actually. Oh yeah, that's a good yeah. one. He really just wants to be like a god. Yeah, he yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a really good one. I also thought Gilgamesh from Fate Zero and then Edina from Food Wars were probably some other ones. I think I had um I know I think she actually has Royal Blood uh, Frederica from eighty six. Oh my god, yeah. I fucking hate yeah. Frederica. <laughs> <laughs> and I and David, I do see your argument when you put Vegeta there because he is all absolutely also in OG Dairy, but I just feel that at his core, he is more of a Sundari. But I see why you did that. I understand. <laughs> I like how the way you're saying it. It sounds like you're OG Dairy, like he's the original. The OG. <laughs> the OG. He's the original OG Dairy. The original gangsta Dairy, yeah. Yeah. The original Dairy. <laughs> I do enjoy watching these types of characters because I find that they're usually the most like intelligent of all the Dairy types. And it kind of fuels their, their royalty complex. But on the flip side, because they're so intelligent, they're like extremely demanding and unreasonable, and they definitely don't hesitate to manipulate others or use them for their own gain. And I'm thinking directly like Lelouch from Code Geass is exactly yeah. that. But I also feel like that's what makes their characters good because they're always, they're usually the most fun person on the screen because they're yeah. just so ridiculous. It's like, <laughs> yeah. like um, yeah, like uh, I, I'm blanking on who, but like um, this this is the type of person who just kind of walks into a bar and harasses everyone around them yeah. and makes them miserable, which would which would suck to actually be there in. But then everybody's an asshole to them, and then you're like, oh, that was satisfying. Yeah. I just think that, yeah, I just think they're kind of annoying and they're going to be inherently selfish and self-centered. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kinda and they're always going to lack empathy of course, for I'm not a big fan of this archetype. Oh, I find them fun. <laughs> Though that's great, buddy. <laughs> well, where does this, this one? A, we're talking about entertainment. We're talking about fun, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I sure love those characters. I want to hate. <laughs> yes, I do. Sometimes they add the the necessary spice to a story. If you, if everyone's That's the same, true, then uh, then it gets a little a little flat, yeah, you, a little well, boring. Maybe someone to be in disagreement. Yeah. <laughs> maybe someone to direct your frustration at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, where did everyone put this one on their list? Let's see what the the big reveal is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. look at Jordan, this. you're fucking crazy. <laughs> so, David, it landed at number nine on your list. Carl, number eight. For me, it's number seven. And then, for some reason, Jordan has it at number two. <laughs> Jordan just wants to be treated like a princess. Well. Yeah. No, I I made my point. I like. I think these characters are often the most fun, and they add a lot of levity to the situation they're in because a lot of the time they're ridiculous like this is dio this is fucking oh yeah dio. Mm. that's what he is all right and, and that's kind of... yeah well, <laughs> geo's just just boring i don't know what he is see um now i well, almost want to give not, it a but... higher rating just because of dio i'm like you're yeah. absolutely right it is dio and that's that's what i'm saying this is the character who chews the scenery and just like is a huge fucking ham every moment he's on screen and that's and I really like that when they're in. I really like that. So yeah. Well, changing it to something I think very different from the Hime Dere and the Oji Dere is the Baka Dere, which oh, refers yeah. to a character who is or acts very clumsy and stupid. More often than not, they lack common sense. And immediately, so you guys mentioned Mob in one of the earlier ones. I kind of think Mob fits into the Baka Dere at times too. I feel um, like I feel I like. I don't think. 
I, I feel like Bakateri is more, they act like that, they lack common sense because they're unintelligent, while Mob is just inexperienced with interacting with people. Oh, that's true. It's that's like, that's you wouldn't call point. someone who's autistic a Bakateri. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like, they just don't have like the street smarts, yeah. I would say. I guess in that case, then, I'll throw out Polnareff from JoJo Part 3. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's yeah. a Bakateri. <laughs> or <laughs> um, fucking, uh, who is the Brojo of Part 4? Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's probably <laughs> the biggest Bogadari. He's in so good. He has I mean, like the most powerful broken stand, but he's just yeah. too stupid to use it. Yeah. I love those memes. Where it's like, can you imagine if he had more intelligence? How like OP he would be? Yeah, Boy, Josuke. Well, if you're, yeah, unless you're the stuff. main villain, you're not smart with a good stand. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say there was was he was trying to choose between two enemies on a boat, and then he just kind of chose it like. On pure chance, right? Yeah, yeah on pure yeah. chance it happened to get it right, thank God. <laughs> well, I mean, Luffy is also kind of a Bakadere. Absolutely. These are characters who are great to have as main characters because they're they're too stupid to not keep going on the path that they're on. Yeah, they're definitely the comic relief of mm-hmm. yeah. the anime or manga. And they get put in these like wacky, nonsensical situations that would never happen in real life, but we get to witness it through their experiences. Like how many times has Polner have gotten attacked on the toilet, right? Like that's just <laughs> yeah. that's just his luck. <laughs> yeah. Is, I mean, uh... No, go ahead. I was gonna say I feel like having a main character be Bakadari is usually an archetype in really shitty manga we've reviewed as well. Isn't like, Denji a Bakadari? What? Isn't Denji a Bakadari? From what series, Denji? From what series, Denji? Oh, right. Sorry, I was thinking Naruto, <laughs> and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Actually, Denji from Naruto is definitely a, a Kudere. But, um, yeah, Denji from... Yeah, I guess Denji from Chainsaw Man definitely is... And Power. Oh, Power, too. And I, lo- I love those characters, so... Oh, uh, what's his name? The dude with the scar. He's definitely a Kudere. The, oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, the, uh, the human assassin guy. Um, yeah, I forget his name. Looks like Mad Milkelson. Anyway, anyway. What's uh, Kobani's yeah, so back... car? Is you think Kobani's car is a dairy dairy? Oh, she's a she's a Sundari. Yeah. Do Do you understand the Kobani's car thing? By the way. Us? Car no. Courtney. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Let me let me let me tell you a story about the Chainsaw Man fandom. Oh my god. So there's a oh character called Kobani, in her car super super important to the end of the one of the arcs and you know you know how manga has like their popularity poll where everyone votes and they pick their favorite character yeah so we see the top 10 and kobani's car (laughs) what rank is kobani's car jordan uh seven what rank is kobani herself eight what the hell (laughs) and you just see a group picture of everyone with the car and kobani's just looking at her car disappointed (laughs) and it was the most pinnacle the pinnacle i tell you of chainsaw man fandom yeah oh my god i can't wait for that anime to come out and i'm I'm sure that'll get memed to shit by the anime only people i'm i'm ready for it (laughs) oh there's gonna be so much kobani's car everything's gonna be memed power is the best our gotta love our first president as she calls herself is the best and she that's her title is the first president i respect her i respect (laughs) we have to respect nothing but respect for my president uh, I am so relieved that the people behind Jujutsu Kaisen are handling it. Yeah, God, because like, Mr. Was... From the Biscuit Hammer got a shitty adaption. I'm so mad about it. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I think some of the downsides, though, to the Bakadere is that sometimes they're written like almost 
too unbelievable with their yes. clumsiness or their stupidity mm-hmm. where it's completely unrealistic. Like I can suspend my disbelief to a certain degree, but sometimes I'm like, there's no fucking way someone can be this stupid. Kind of like Kazuya from Rent a Girlfriend. I there's just like no fucking way someone is that dumb. But maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are people that dumb out there in the world. Well, mm-hmm. well, the issue is that you have to keep everything on the la- the same level of stupidity. If like Luffy is always like Luffy, I feel like is the same level of stupid throughout the entirety of One Piece, which is very stupid. But like, if you have a character who's acting like kind of stupid in one place and then acting way stupider in another one and then acting kind of smart somewhere else, then you're just then you're just like, what the what is this character? Yeah, I mean, there are cases where people are very smart in certain ways and dumb in other ways. Yeah, but I'm saying when you're smart and dumb in the same way at the same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's stupid. That kind of reminds like, me of I'm t- I'm t- SpongeBob. Like, SpongeBob, yeah, well, there's some episodes where he's really <laughs> stupid and other ones where he's actually the smartest person in the room. And I'm like, guys, pick a yeah. lane. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the thing is, it has to be the kind of thing where you're like, you should know that. Yeah. There's, there's... Like, there's a, Luffy can say and do a bunch of stupid shit, and I don't care, because it's like Luffy is dumb and wouldn't know that. But, like, the one I remember, we we read uh, Gun, Guns Blaze West uh, that was written by a pedophile. I mean, it was written by it was written by Hatsune Miku. But... Um, no, that was written car- by the same guy as Roroni Kenshin. Right? Yeah, yeah, the pedophile. Okay. Fun yeah. fact, he's a pedophile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he, uh... But there was a main... There was a character, I forget exactly what it was, but it was like, um... He was just... He was saying stuff that was so stupid, and he had shown enough confidence and responsibility in like the previous couple scenes where it was like, "Well, you're, you're just an idiot. You're not like a, you're not like somebody who's just like super uh, selfish or, or anything." But maybe you are. Maybe that's the issue. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, and that can get annoying because it's kind of like when you watch a scary movie and then the characters die from really stupid decisions and you're just screaming at the screen like why are you going to the dark place by yourself or why aren't you taking a weapon with you like that kind of stuff can get annoying and so some some baka day i feel like yeah. leave me kind of like wanting to shake my tv i think yeah. that's that's why i kind of i, I put zenitsu from demon slayer yeah, that's as a an example one. of a baka day like he's one that i can kind of appreciate like i know he's just again comic relief in the show but you you get more of his his backstory as to why like he he really is is an airhead but then at the same time y- you see that he also has a potential um with with being a, a demon slayer that like kind of gives that balance between his his stupidity and what he's capable of yeah yeah and i do love zenitsu well where where did everybody place the bakadere on their lists i gave it number six. Oh. Um, I gave I, it number one. I feel I like I kind of forgot how this art type can be fun, but it's also, this art type is very easy to be super, super annoying as we've seen in a ton of bad manga. Like, yeah. remember Build King with their oh, Bakadari? Yeah, it's just, absolutely. I think I've just read too many bad stories that had Bakadari protagonists. Yeah, no, that's very fair. I, I totally see where you're coming from with that. I put mine at but, three because I have a soft spot for like the stupid lovable characters. And that, that is a good chunk of the Bacadere. Um, so I felt like I could put it a little bit higher there. And Carl, I'm surprised you have it at number two. Oh, I just love like the comedy aspect of it. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I I love the unpredictability that comes with it. That, that, like, um, you know, David, we were talking about Ayashimon and how like... Um, how it's how it's cool when a character like 
when a character is so stupid that he misses the obvious solution and finds another one that does work, but it's just like you'd only come he would only come up with it if he was that stupid. Like when Denji jumps on uh the shark, like that was the example you used actually. Yeah. Yeah. God, oh, yeah. Oh, what a fucking shark. great moment. Amazing. Best jump the shark moment ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys are like getting me mad hype for Chainsaw Man. And I was oh, already yeah, pretty we hype. Our guest was like, fuck, I really got to read Chainsaw Man. We don't shit. shut the fuck up about Chainsaw Man. Our podcast may as well be a Chainsaw Man We're podcast. making a Chainsaw Man podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, but we may as well just completely convert to a JoJo Chainsaw Man podcast. I really I, think. And a little I, no, touch I'm of One Piece, it. too. Yeah, we could, we, yeah, yeah, we could have some One Piece. Okay. <laughs> But I feel, I feel like we just constantly... Okay, keep, yeah. Fine. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, now moving on to two that I grouped together, but they are slightly different, um, but still in the same vein. It's the Erodere and the Hyakasudere. So the Erodere characters will act perverted and lustful at first and will become love-struck and more embarrassed after experiencing true love. And a Hyakasudere refers to a character who likes to tease others and sometimes flirt with those they like. They'll act really seductive in front of other people, mainly those that attract their attention, and will tease those that get embarrassed easily. And I, I'm going to call out the big three right now in anime. That's Nagatoro from Don't Toy With Me Nagatoro, Takagi yep. from Teasing Master Takagi-san, and Uzaki from Uzaki-chan Wants to Hang Out. Those are the big <laughs> three in the teasing anime genre. More than what one about, way with the last one. Yeah. What about that, what about that uh, Mineta? Right? Yeah, from, I put uh, him on my list. <laughs> that's I who mean, I thought of immediately really? when I read from it. The first hero, one that comes yeah. to me is Sanji from One Piece. Yeah, I guess. But that's like why the... he's a different character than Zoro is that trait. No, it's true. But I'm just saying that I genuine, I generally really don't like this character the way that... that oh, I hate this because, archetype. I, like, I'm pretty sure I gave this a 10. <laughs> yeah, same. We're, we're in agreement here, it makes, actually. It's really what's ruined Sanji for a long time post-time skip. Absolutely. I think it's I think it's amazing how me and David disagree so much on the best uh dairy, but we're completely in agreement in the worst one. That's <laughs> great. I think I, that says a lot about our podcast. I think there's like okay, so this is a, a weird take, but stick with me here. So I feel like depending on the anime and the setting, there is kind of like this innocence to teasing. I'm thinking teasing Master Takagi-san, where it's like what kids do, right? When they have a crush yeah. on someone, they tease them, but they never want to admit their feelings. So that's kind of like a fun thing to observe. Um, but on the flip side, if it's like seductive teasing, could it be sexual harassment? I mean, yes. maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it <laughs> teeters makes, that line. I mean, much That's like the how, problem. Much like how Yandere makes fun of mental illness, this makes fun of sexual harassment. Yeah, I mean, it's the, like the Pew, problem... Pew La Pew from La- Looney Tunes is yes. a. Mm. Oh yeah. Skunk, Whatever. Yeah. yeah, I don't. No, I don't want to um, talk about that guy. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, look, uh, Eridari are canceled. They just yeah. Are. Yeah. Uh, but but I also feel like uh, my issue is I believe you that there is a more innocent way to have something like this. But in in effect, what this always is, this is the character who's always like taking upskirt shots. This is the character who's like copping a feel on a girl when they're not looking. This is like, you know, it's just like this really is like the sex criminal character and it's it introduces like my least favorite parts into anime all the time. 
There is definitely a lot of that in Nagatoro. Like the three, the big three are very different in that like Takagi-san's the innocent type of teasing. Uzaki-chan is like the fucking annoying type of teasing. I hated that anime. And then Nagatoro is like the seductive teasing. Like at one point she's like rubbing the guy's nipples against his will. And mm -hmm. as much as I enjoyed that show because it became more wholesome as yeah. the story went on in the beginning, it was actually kind of rough to watch. Yeah, you can tell the dude used to make porn. Yeah, I think he was. I think oh, he's right. a, a, a doujin artist. Like this oh, is no, he 100% was. He, he made yeah. a lot of pornography before he made this. And this is his first non-porn, so that's kind of why it's like very yeah. much teetering on hentai. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I enjoy it, though. It's really it's really going... The, the current direction of the manga is very exciting. Yeah, I agree. I think I put um, Space Dandy uh, as part of this. Space this Dandy? Oh, that's a good he, reference. I feel like he's kind of like... like Johnny Bravo. I was right? just oh, Johnny, 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 Johnny yeah. Bravo. Like I was, Johnny okay. Bravo of Johnny, Bravo. See, Johnny <laughs> Bravo was the one time this archetype was fun. Yeah. Because yeah. the whole yeah. series was about how he never gets what he wants. Right. I mean, he's yeah. a baka dairy that's trying to be a Euro dairy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is these are pickup artists. Oh, yeah. also uh, Penny and Stocking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, of course. Yes, absolutely. Oh, uh, it's coming back. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, they announced an S2. Trigger yeah, got the rights so. to it. Yeah, oh my god, they're actually cool. making yeah, a series too? Yeah, that was not wow. a joke. Wow, that's awesome. So where did this one land on everybody's top 10? All right, top I'm going to guess Jordan gave this a 10 like I did. Yes, I gave it a 10. I think I gave my it a man. 7. Oh, wait, why is my ranking <laughs> What <not> happened? <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, it's, it's so bad you didn't even three, rate three, it. Three, 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 repeating. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Carl gave it a 7. I gave it a five and then jordan and david a 10 yeah i'm the odd man out here like it's it's middle of the road for me because again depending on the setting and the type of teasing i actually find it pretty fun to watch but not all of it so i'm like it's right there in the middle for me mm -hmm. i mean hey just just because somebody is a terrible person in real life doesn't mean it can't make for like a compelling story you know that's I true. thought we weren't talking about shundari yet <laughs> hey. Well, that is a great segue into yes, the Shindere, which refers to a character oh, who is sad or very depressed all of the time. So Shindere characters often are sad from the start. Eeyore, yeah, yeah, Eeyore is the fucking OG Shindere. Yeah, I love Eeyore. See, That's I, a good this one. is where I think like Squidward would fall under. He, I don't know if he's he sad be. or depressed. He's just yeah. maybe like he's just cynical. Yeah. Might be not like too much of a shundere. Which there I is thought, a dere type for was a shundere. I can see that. And I can see <laughs> elements of like an oji dere, like him acting like royalty. He's, he's very a, he's very confident, I would say. He's he, he's a man of many dares, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A he's a yada dere for every tentacle. I feel like dare. one that comes to mind, though, for shundere is Shinji from Evangelion. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I mean, Evangelion is basically... Um, a series about suicidal depression. That's yep. essentially what it's about. Yeah. Um, and I think for him, like, right off the bat, I get, like, he had a, a shitty upbringing. I get that his, his dad's an asshole. But there were times where I'm like, damn, Shinji, like, just, you're, you're, you're too much. Like, I get it. You're depressed. Yeah. I understand. And it's kind of getting annoying. Like, they are, it's, it's sad to say, but they are the fucking downer of their anime or manga. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I think that that's intentional and... It's uh, it's kind of a hit or miss element of Evangelion. I, what do you think basically. of Usopp? Is Usopp? he a Shindari? I mean, he yeah. did have that famous moment where he said, "I'm too depressed to be affected by the sadness ghosts." But he's, <laughs> but see, but that was like really funny. Like, uh, 
he doesn't act sad and depressed all the time. I mean, like we talked about how some of these characters, like the Dairy Dairy, might be hiding like a sadness. So to me, this is supposed. This is like how they're acting, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no. Um, oh man, I'm trying to. What What about Eraserhead from My Hero Academia? I could see uh, elements of that. I don't know if he wants to like. I don't know if he's full on depressed or if he's just really fucking tired. I think he's just tired <laughs> of shit. He's like Squidward. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe maybe he maybe Squidward is Shindari then. I think he's got elements of that. Is, is I guess irritability? Would you loop irritability in with being sad or depressed? Cuz I'd I, say so. Yeah. Cuz a racerhead sadness looks to me like there is sort of an implication in he's too depressed to take care of himself basically. Yeah. Yeah, and I do find with the Shindere, like I, they're probably the one character I root hardest for when I'm watching yeah. stuff. Like I just want them to overcome whatever the fuck it is that's making them so sad and give them a big hug. So I do get really like behind them. I root for them, even if they don't overcome it. I still believe in them. Courtney's an Eeyore stan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we Tigger, that's Eeyore. in our dairy dairy. Yeah, e- Tigger is a dairy dairy, absolutely. <laughs> Tigger is the kind of Dairy Dairy that made me put Dairy Dairy at number nine. <laughs> I was thinking of, because, um, you know, there's a meme about it, uh, Kurapika from Hunter x Hunter. Like, he is drowning yeah. in an indescribable emptiness. He definitely becomes a Shundere, that's <laughs> I, for sure. I love that line, and I, I know that people make fun of it, and it's worth making fun of, but I thought when that line showed up in the anime, it hit like a truck. It yeah. did. Yeah, because, like, did. You, you know what what happens with like his story and like out of context it seems silly but in context it's like yeah i would be too yeah actually absolutely right. yeah that was that was his story is rough to watch in the yeah. anime oh, yeah. i agree all right so where did everyone rank the shundere oops i missed the paintbrush is that the uh i gave it a seven song? oh okay <laughs> so yeah david seven Carl, nice, same three. Wavelength. Yeah, I'm at a nine, and then Jordan think, is at a six. So since I think you and I are at the same wavelength, David. I think we're closer in that. Regard. Oh, you're right. Yeah, there we Let go. Let me change mine. I don't, I don't really want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I just think this character can just be a real downer and annoying. It's like, you know, those really depressed people. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's. I, I was mostly, I think, with my ring, I was looking at how well can a bad writer use this character. Because mm. obviously a good writer can do anything. But a bad writer is going to absolutely make Bakadari yeah. and Jundari extremely frustrating characters. Look, yeah. me and David have seen a lot of characters get r- written absolutely terribly. So, yeah, that it has warped our perception on uh, manga archetypes. Absolutely. Well, I, I have it at nine just because, like, I as much as I want to root for them, it doesn't mean I inherently enjoy watching them or that I want to watch them or, like, I seek them out when I watch anime. So for me, it's like, well, they're there because they're there. And, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and get behind them or rally behind them. But do I want to watch a show about a shundere? Probably not, unless I'm looking for some some depression in my day. Yeah, I think I just I ranked it so high just because I thought, like, a lot of shundere have very compelling stories that were born yeah. out of like traumatic events or experiences that's true uh, but yeah I, I can see like it it's kind of sad just to watch something so well, sad i also i also think the issue with uh, shundere is that by definition depression is not a very motivating thing so they, they it can be very boring because a lot of the time it's like you know what a depressed person does they sit at home yeah mm. yeah they don't really like you need some kind of 
engine to push your plot forward, which is why the Bacadere works so great because they're too stupid to know that it would be stupid to do what they're trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, though, it seems like a lot of Shindere are now getting isekai'd. So that's something to look forward to, I guess. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Well, that's because they need to have external motivation because otherwise they won't do anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. they need to get yeah. hit by Truckoon and sent to another world so that they make something of themselves. Truckoon, the major Sundari. Yes. This is the, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. This is the uh, Hikikomori um, yes. archetype. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. All right, so the last Dere oh, it's type. Batman, too. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I can see it being Batman, you especially know, you know, the most recent one. Robert Pattinson's Batman. Hell yeah. Yes. Nirvana playing in the background. I, I think, oh, Kurt Cobain was such a Shundere. But I think uh, I think we're all a little bit of a Shundere sometimes. Oh, I put, did you see what I put in the column yeah, for the example? Yeah, you put me. I did, yeah. So. That's, that's good, I guess. I was going to say that's funny, but then I'm like, is it funny? You're, Courtney's kind of like, are you okay? I hope it's funny. <laughs> well, the Please, last one that we have. a coping mechanism. Yeah. <laughs> the last one we have on the list is the aho dere, which is a term for a character who simply is oblivious to feelings of love. And the first one that comes to my mind is Asta from Black Clover. I don't know anything about Black Clover other than the previous manga that author did. Yeah, Hungry Joker. <laughs> so uh, I, I unfortunately, I, sorry, sorry about my chair, by the way. Ugh. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So while I respect your your uh, I, I respect your choice and I respect your selection, I cannot comment on it. I also have Tada No from Komi Can't Communicate as of right now, where the anime mm. is at. Yeah. Mm, I see. I mean, I think a really famous one is, of course, Goku and Luffy. Yeah, there was a good it's, one. It, it's interesting though, because I would also both I would also primarily cast them both as Bakadere. Like they're too they're so stupid that by default they wind up also being Ahodere. I mean, I feel like that's a part of it is ultimately you yeah. can only split personality traits. Like we talked about how what is it, Dandere and Kuderi have a lot of overlap as well. Yeah. 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 So it's just the nature of it, yeah, if you're too stupid to be to recognize, you're going to obviously miss social cues as well. Yeah, I mean it's all it's all just a, it's all just a theory, you know. It's all just we're trying to build structures to explain things that we see in a dairy theory. A dairy theory, you know. This is this is anime theory, like music theory, but weirder, maybe. <laughs> I think the um, only one that uh, I was able to find, I actually just finished watching this uh, from School Rumble. There's a character called. Karasuma. Oh, that's a. Um, uh, I haven't thought about that series in like ten years. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> rollback. Yeah. So is so is the Ahodere like the the straight man to the Sundare? Kinda. It's just like it's in. So it's great for people who love slow burn slow burn romances because essentially the love interest will go even so far as to confess their love to that person and it'll just go right over their head. Like they just have no understanding that somebody has romantic interest in them, which is great again for someone who likes that type of romance, but oh, I'm damn, impatient as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I need to see like I need to see progression in this uh this couple, otherwise I lose interest really fast. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's like what, in that um oh yeah, that that anime that I got into a fight with Rem over. My dress up darling. Oh yeah, where he's yeah. major. Uh, I, I think like, I mean, it's also. I don't think it's oblivious. I think he's in very severe denial. I agree. I think that he just doesn't think he has the confidence, or sorry, the like the the social status to be with Maureen. But like, I think with time, he'll grow out of that. Aho well, no, but I. Well, but I, I said that because I also think it's like, 
he's com- he's oblivious to the fact that she likes him. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. That's true. And like yeah, like it all goes into that. It all it all goes into that because it's a it's a decently written series. But then he like pitches a tent for her. Yeah, he'll well, whack he he her. straight up says he jerked off to her picture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't get to that part. What? So he, I think that, that oh. he's interested in her, but he doesn't realize to your point that she has interest in him. And really That's the Ajo Dede is always the dense character. Like they're too dense to understand what the fuck is going on around them. Yeah. Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. Obviously, he knows that he likes her. Yeah, yeah. And so where did everyone l- put this last one on their rankings? Let's see. We, Courtney was the unique taste. <laughs> wow, Courtney. I am the odd I man am, out here. Whoa. <laughs> everyone, so I and Carl are a four, Courtney's a 10, and Jordan's a five. So yeah. I put this at 10 because it's not that I necessarily dislike the characters. I just hate the data type because, again, I am impatient and I don't have time to sit around waiting for this dense motherfucker to realize that they could be with the person that they love. Like, I'm like, just make it canon. Make it happen. Yep. Ah, <laughs> uh, but isn't it such a tragedy? They yeah. both know it, but they, they, they could be so happy together, but they just don't know it. Can you imagine how much the faster drama. a lot of romance anime would be if they weren't so dense? They'd There's be like a, three episodes. There yeah. was a, a really good one where, oh, frick, what was the name of it? Oh, uh, Don't Blush, Sakemi-san, where literally he asks her out in like the second chapter, and she's like, okay, sure. Wow. <laughs> That's Whoa. the kind so of shit like I love. A, I, I can Plot start, progression. Like, a speed run. Or like <laughs> my love story. I think in like the first five episodes, they become canon. It's more about them like navigating the early stages of a relationship versus like having to watch them maybe realize that the other person likes each other, and then at maybe at the end of the show they get together. So that was one that I very much appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there you go. Those are the ten dere types that are probably the most common, most well known. But there's a shitload out there. So, like we mentioned earlier, we will share the link to the dere types wiki on the Discord oh, so that everyone can take a look at them. But thank you so much, yes, David and Jordan, you. for joining thank us. You. We really appreciate it. You are so welcome. Of course, thank you so much. It was this a was lot of fun lot of talking fun. about dairy. Yeah. yeah. And so before we wrap up, tell everyone where they can listen to Shonen Flop and find you guys on social media. Should we like Eric Andre where did you ever watch his Hot Ones interview? No, I haven't. So at the very end, he's like, Eric Andre show is on television. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be like, show and flop, listen to it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it kind of is just, it is kind of is like that though, because I feel like the way you find podcasts is this is the name of my podcast. And then you go into a podcast place and you kind of just, you go into a podcast app and you kind of just type in the name of the podcast, right? Yeah. And boom, but you can it also just up. go to shonenflop.com. If you yeah. Want. Also, it's spelled S <laughs> H O N E N F L O P. Yes. Also, come check us out on Twitter where Jordan and I shitpost a lot too. Yeah. And you oh, guys yeah. have a Discord as well. We have a wonderful Discord. Courtney, wonderful thank you so Discord. much for being a part of it. Carl, I'm not sure if you're part of it, but this is me peer pressuring you into joining. Oh, I will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah, just just wait till he peer pressures you to join our Patreon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just wait. And of course, all of the links for Shonen Flop will be in the description. Um, again, thank you guys for joining us. We we really appreciate it, and we hope to have you guys back on soon. Absolutely. Yeah. This was a ton of this fun. Was, this was great.
And thank you listeners for joining us. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Subscribe to Strictly Anime on your favorite podcast service. Join our Discord to chat with us. Follow us on Instagram at The Strictly Series and on Twitter at Strictly Series. And check out our website, thestrictlyseries.com. If you'd like to support the show, then head over to patreon.com slash thestrictlyseries. And tune into Strictly Jojo, our other podcast dedicated to Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. All links are in the description. Thank you so oh, much for listening. A, that, that's a podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. We're going to have you on JoJo next time. <laughs> nice. Oh, oh. <laughs> but thank you so much for listening. And as always, <laughs> stay safe, stay healthy, stay weeb. Stay weeb. Bye.